You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. For the first time in the new year of 2017, we're talking Pirates baseball today on this fourth day of January with Adam Barry, our Pirates reporter. Adam, thank you as always for the time. And uh, clearly, Adam, the Pirates had no consideration whatsoever for our podcast schedule because after we did all of our uh, holiday content uh, before 2016 closed, they then signed Ivan Nova to a three-year deal, $26 million. So how dare they? Hopefully they have more consideration for us in 2017. So to backtrack a little bit, let's kind of break down this deal. As I said, three years at $26 million, and, uh, you know, these days that's a pretty reasonable price tag. How shocked were you or were you shocked that they were able to get Nova back in a Pirates Uni uh, for that amount of money? Yeah, not terribly shocked that Nova came back to the Pirates in general. I think he was being completely realistic and honest when he said at the end of the season, uh, even after his last start actually at PNC Park, that he did not want to leave that clubhouse. Um, He liked the team. He was comfortable there. He was at the point of his career where he just kind of wanted to settle in a little bit. You know, he'd been with the Yankees throughout his career, and he wanted to, you know, basically keep that continuity going if he could, uh, not have to deal with the whole changing uh, uniforms and cities and clubhouses every couple of years but the price tag was kind of surprising um i think you know when he was talking about an extension at the end of the season uh, the reports were his agents were asking for five years and 70 million um i think most people predicted he would get at least three and 36 which was the j half deal we've talked about or three and 39 the former francisco liriano deal uh, but to see him get three and 26 with you know, it could go up to three and thirty-two in the end. I believe it is. Um, he's got performance bonuses up to up to two million per season, but that's still a pretty uh, discount deal considering what starting pitching is going for in this market right now. So I think Nova kind of stayed true to his word that he wanted to stay in Pittsburgh, and the Pirates, you know, weren't just messing around when they said that uh, they were still engaged and and hopeful to keep Nova. Now, you know, three years and twenty-six million kind of suggests that uh, you know there weren't any other teams or at least many other teams in the mix to acquire Nova services. Is that kind of what you feel about this and why the pirates were able to get him back for just over 8 million a year? The interesting thing about that is that his agent, Greg Genske went on MLB network radio about a month before Nova signed and said they had contract offers in the range of that J half deal three years and 36 million Nova actually declined to comment about this when uh, he was on a conference call with reporters to uh, to announce and discuss the signing. But I guess it's still possible. Hopefully, some more detail will come to light. Uh, you know, as Nova reports the spring training, and we get to talk to him a little bit more there uh, about his market. But I think what it suggests more than anything is just that he really wanted to come back to Pittsburgh. I mean, certainly this is a guy who could have at least tried to wait out the market. You know, he signed and late December, he could have tried to wait into January or early February and see if a deal would uh, come his way for a little bit uh, more money. But I think it does also show maybe that, uh, you know, the market is maybe correcting itself just a little bit. We have seen some pretty uh, some pretty wild deals out there. I think last offseason, Mike Leake signed for something like 5-80. and 80. Um, He's basically been a, a durable but league average roughly starter throughout his career. And, you know, that's more or less what Nova's track record is. And you see the difference between – you know, five and eighty from the Cardinals and three and twenty-six from the Pirates. So I think it's a good deal for the Pirates, and it, Nova seems happy, which is really all that matters for him. So uh, it seems like both sides kind of got what they wanted in the end. Yeah, the ultimate uh, win-win proposition here. And you know, let let's be real; he's not going to struggle to pay the rent. You know, pulling in <laughs> a little over eight million a year, but at the same time, 
given the exorbitant contracts that uh, you brought up, especially in the case of Mike Leake, to get a guy of Nova's caliber of for three years and 26, that is definitely a steal, uh, you know, all things considered. So good deal for Nova, great deal for the Pirates, and hopefully both sides are happy and will be productive in 2017. So, Adam, transitioning, if you look at the rotation right now, and I think that before Nova came back in the fold, the two locks in that rotation were Cole and uh, Jamison Tyone. Throw Nova in there as the you know projected number three starter. When you look at the last two spots that you know the team is looking to fill, the four and five starters in this rotation, whose stock was hurt the most by Nova coming back? You know who might get squeezed now that there's two open spots instead of three? Yeah, it basically makes a competition essentially for an official competition for two spots, but more likely it's just going to be a competition in spring training for that last spot. Um, we've said all along their biggest need was a number three starter. It looks like Nova will be that. The number four starter is most likely going to be Chad Cool. Um, that's kind of what Neil Huntington and Clint Hurdle have said throughout the offseason. Uh, cool made his debut last season and was probably the most consistent of the non tyone rookies. Uh, to make their debuts uh, in 2016. Uh, he does a lot of things the Pirates like, you know, gets a lot of ground balls, uh, is really competitive. So he's the most likely, uh, you know, you can kind of pencil him in. The other three are in pen. Chad Cool is in pencil. And then beyond that, at this point, you would have sort of a four or five way competition for that last spot uh, involving Tyler Glasnow, their top prospect, uh, Stephen Brault and Trevor Williams, two other prospects uh, who made their debuts last season. And Drew Hutchison, who was the uh, Pirates' return in the uh, off-debated Francisco Liriano trade, uh, the Pirates are also going to stretch out uh, Wade LeBlanc, the veteran left-hander. He's more likely to end up in the bullpen, but just another name to kind of throw in that competition. So, uh, you know, that that is what they have in-house right now. A lot of options. Nick Kingham uh, is a guy that doesn't get talked about a lot, but, you know, he was once a top 100 prospect, according to MLB Pipeline. Uh, he'll... He's on sort of the Jameson Tyone track. He could be ready uh, by May, possibly even June, uh, you know, depending on how his, his return to AAA goes. Uh, you know, he's got sort of a mid-rotation, uh, you know, profile. So he's a guy who could help them out at some point this season, which is why it's not imperative that they go out and get another starter, uh, even though it seems like the fan base right now is pushing for them to go out and get uh, one starter in particular. And uh, that starter would be uh, Jose Quintana, I believe, from uh, the White Sox as they are in full rebuilding mode. They dealt uh, Chris Sale in that blockbuster to the Red Sox. They've made some other big moves. They got rid of Adam Eaton. But in terms of the uh, rotation itself, you know, after seeing what they got back for Sale, they're thinking, well, we could get back something fairly similar for uh, Jose Quintana. I know there was a lot of buzz uh, a couple of weeks ago before the new year regarding, you know, Quintana to the Pirates and what would it take. I think that's died down a little bit, but is this still a possibility? And if so, how strong of a possibility? I think it's still a possibility, uh, just in the sense that you know, Quintana is still on the White Sox and the Pirates haven't filled out their rotation yet. Um, you know, it's, it's a hard kind of match to find just because, like you mentioned, the Chris Sale deal was a really, really big cost in terms of prospects. And, you know, the Pirates, there's not a lot of precedent for them doing that, especially under Neil Huntington. They have not really moved any top-tier prospects, and it would take, let's say, at least two of them to make this kind of deal, plus some additional young talent along with that, you know, kind of package. So it's hard to see the Pirates doing that, but... 
Quintana is such a unique pitcher who would fit their, you know, fill their needs basically in a lot of ways. He's under club control for four years at this point. His contract is incredibly affordable. Uh, he's a top of the rotation type arm who a lot of people don't really recognize as being such because, you know, he throws 200 innings every year. He's a, you know, three ERA kind of guy. Um, really, he would go a long way toward bolstering the top of their rotation. If you look at Nova as sort of that mid-rotation kind of guy, if you could roll out a group of Cole, Quintana, Tyone, Nova, and Chad Cool, all of a sudden you're looking a lot more competitive in the National League Central, uh, you know, against the Cubs who aren't going anywhere and the Cardinals who have kind of retooled and reloaded this offseason. So, uh, you know, it's hard to find that deal. Are they really going to give up somebody like Tyler Glasnow plus and Austin Meadows or Josh Bell or Mitch Keller or Kevin Newman? Uh, you know, along with some other guys, that that's really hard to see. But, you know, guys like Quintana aren't made available all that often, especially at the rate that his contract allows right now. Yeah, it would be tough to part with the guys that you mentioned, especially the Glassnells and Bells of the world. But boy, oh boy, that rotation you just mentioned, I'm not even a Pirates fan, and I was I was excited <laughs> hearing those names. <laughs> you know, like you said, uh, Cole, Tyone, Quintana, Nova's your number four, Chad Cool your number five. I mean, wow. That, uh, in my mind, could be a top-five rotation in baseball and get the Pirates uh, right back into contention in a very tough NL Central. Uh, Adam, to wrap up here, we mentioned uh, Josh Bell, and he's uh, one of my favorite dudes after his uh, outstanding performance in the Channing Cage this past summer, which I had the pleasure of hosting. Uh, he's taking some measures to get even better and more awesome uh, for 2017. Talk about the areas in particular that uh, Mr. Bell is focusing on. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. It's kind of uh, reflective of the maturity that a lot of these Pirates prospects show when they get up to the big leagues. I think it was really obvious in Jamison Tyone, and you're going to start seeing it really clearly as Josh Bell gets a little bit more comfortable. Uh, he was at Pirate Fest, and we talked to him, you know, the usual how's your offseason stuff going. Um, and he's basically just talked about he's already looking at ways that he can last and kind of prolong his career. Uh, he talked toward the end of the season with David Freeze, who's a veteran guy, uh, and Freeze told him, you don't want to get in a slump in the off season. So I thought it was really interesting. Bell has been doing you know, yoga. He's been doing spin classes. He's dropped about uh, 10 or 15 pounds. He's been taking swings on a, like a, a heavy bag in his garage in Texas. Um, just a, a lot of sort of hard work in the off season, and especially in the early part of the off season. Um, just basically already focused on how he can improve after a pretty solid debut um, going into 2017. So uh, he's been working at first base. He's already had at least two sessions with some of the major league coaching staff. He worked with uh, Kevin Young's a special assistant, and uh, Joey Cora, the new infield coach. Just a guy who's very clearly willing to put in the work and, and do it in a smart way because it's not always work about working hard. It's about working smart, and it seems like Josh Bell is uh, really willing to commit to both. So that's, that's an encouraging sign as, as the Pirates head into 2017 with him sort of beginning – you know, his run is sort of the everyday first baseman. Yeah, big things ahead for Josh Bell. We saw him uh, scratch the surface in 2016, but, uh, boy, sky is the limit with him and with his uh, talent and work ethic, which not every player has. Uh, he could really reach some new heights here in 2017. 
No question. Adam Barry, we've reached new heights yet again on our Pirates discussion. Thank you so much for the time. We'll do it again soon. In the meantime, it's Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Pittsburgh Pirates. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.